Hey, what's up, guys? Today is Thursday, December the 7th. It's about 1030 in the morning. Um, just got some stuff done. And I just wanted to hop on here real quick and, and give a little bit of a story time about the recent experience that I had speaking at an event. Now, as soon as I hop off this podcast, I'm going to be finishing editing the video. I just need to finish adding captions, which auto captions that are inaccurate for a 30 minute video can be a little bit annoying to go in and make sure that everything lines up with what I'm actually saying. But I want to do that for you guys so that you can hear clearly because the audio picks me up from very far away in the video of my talk. And I just wanted to, you know, give a give a little bit of a story about how things went so that maybe from this, you'll be curious to go listen to the talk. And if you're coming from the talk, then you can hear my thoughts coming in from afterwards. So on December 2nd, I believe it was, it would have been, I guess, last Saturday, maybe. I spoke at an event called You Are Chosen. And it was supposed to be kids age 13 to 19. Most people fell in the range of like grade 11, 17 years old, roughly. Uh, There's a few 16 year olds, I think maybe a 15 year old, and maybe like one 18 year old. And at the event, I was one of the, I guess, four speakers. And it was my first time doing a long format talk. And it was my first time at an event like that, right? It was like a full day event, got there before 9am. And I was there until something like 5pm. And so I was, you know, groggy in the morning, waking up and thinking, oh boy, I'm gonna, gonna have to be excited today, but I want to be genuine. And, you know, naturally, you get energy as time goes on. And when you start seeing people come in, the energy picks up. And so that was good. And I immediately uh, introduced myself to the guys that were coming in to try to make them feel welcome and, uh, you know, make them feel comfortable. Because I know that when I've gone to events like that, sometimes it can be awkward or you don't know people and you don't really feel welcome. You feel out of place. You kind of want to sit alone. I didn't want people to feel like that. So I immediately went over and and welcomed people. Uh, So I did that with the, uh, the guys that were coming in and then eventually the girls came in as well. And it seemed like everybody sort of separated into a guy's table and a girl's table. And so I introduced myself to everyone, all the guys, and then I went over to the girl's table and introduced myself. And I just wanted everyone to feel welcome. And we ended up doing an icebreaker that morning that I actually learned from my mentor. <clears throat> and I did it at a class that I was a part of. And basically what it is, is you get a roll of toilet paper and you bring it to the front of the room and everyone's like, why do you have that? And you build some curiosity. You say soon, everyone's going to have a little bit of toilet paper and everyone's like, what the heck, what's going on? This is so awkward. Makes everyone giggle, makes everybody laugh. And you hand out the toilet paper and everyone gets as much toilet paper as they think they need. For what you may ask, I don't tell them. I just say, just take as much as you want. You can take one square, you can take 50, however much you think you need. And so, you know, some people are taking one. One person even tried to to tear off a little sliver of the corner. 
And once everybody got some toilet paper, I said, okay, now that you'll have your toilet paper, I want to, I want you to count the amount of squares that you have. And the amount of squares that you have is the amount of things that you're going to share with everyone today. So then I had everyone come up to the front one at a time. Um, you know, obviously some people are nervous and that's okay. Uh, just want to make everybody feel welcome, clap for everybody when they're, when they're done. And if everyone can experience something uncomfortable and get through it, well, then they know that the most difficult part of the day is over and it's all uphill from there. And also I think it creates a sort of a bond because when, when people go through something challenging together, it builds a relationship. And that was apparent by the end of the day, because everybody seemed to get to know each other and everyone seemed very close. So we did that as an icebreaker. Um, some of them were, you know, pretty funny. Uh, we had uh, one of the speakers and, you know, you're supposed to say one thing for every uh, piece of toilet paper. And he was sort of, you know, sort of cheating a little bit. He's like, I have a daughter, throws one away. Her name is, and then fill in the blank. And he had like something like seven kids. And so he took like 14 squares and it was hilarious. And everybody was laughing. And it was a, it was a great time and a great introduction to the day. And later on, I mean, there was, there was a few talks and mine wasn't till after lunch. And I had uh, one of the event organizers help me film. So I set up a, my DJI Osmo Mobile 5 gimbal uh, for my iPhone. And I had her hold it uh, and we put on like face tracking so she could just hold it wherever she was and it would automatically track my face and the camera would move smoothly. And so that's how I was able to have things filmed. And right after lunch, <clears throat> we had my talk. And so I set everything up, set up my computer. I was going to play a few songs and I usually get, I can get sort of nervous before talks, not in a way of like, you know, uh, crazy nervous where I'm like super uncomfortable and I can't do it. It's not like that. It's just, I, I, my body gets into like go mode, similar to how it would be when I would play hockey, I would sort of get into the zone and I didn't really want to eat in that time. I was just focused. I was just focused on one thing and that's all I wanted to do. And so, you know, I saved some pizza for after my talk and went up there, uh, introduced myself, got everybody to stand up, loosen up and tried to engage with the, with the audience and, you know, have kids answering questions, putting their hands up and everything like that. <clears throat> because, you know, I understand if it's a 30 minute talk, that's a long time to just be sitting. So, you know, you try to have breaks and there's a lot that I learned from it. <clears throat> just had to get some water. One of the things that my mentor told me was to make sure to shift the tonality of my voice. And I've been learning a lot of speaking techniques, uh, trying not to stay monotone. And, you know, sometimes I catch myself even on this podcast here. If I get so in my head and I'm recounting something, I just sort of go on like this and I just keep talking like this. But when you diversify the tonality in your voice, it can become a lot more engaging and using pauses effectively. It draws people in because they may not have been listening, but when they hear silence, they're like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And then it draws them in 
and it creates a buildup and an anticipation for what you have to say. So that was definitely a learning experience, right? Talking in front of everybody for like over 30 minutes. And what I realized towards the end of it is I got pretty comfortable up there. And I've done quite a bit of speaking before. I did the Christopher Leadership Course, which is a local speaking and leadership program. I've also, I also used to do announcements at school. I did public speaking in elementary school. Um, you know, obviously presentations for my class and whatnot. I performed music. So I have, I have some experience doing that, but there's always something new and there's always something to, to learn. And, you know, I guess my, my thought process going into everything was, I want to pray about this and I want to make sure that what I'm saying is concise and valuable. Now, I don't know if I got the concise part because it was over 30 minutes, but I believe that it was valuable. And, you know, I just wanted to make sure that I found the sweet spot between sharing what's valuable without just sharing unnecessary personal stuff, but also sharing enough to be to have a level of vulnerability so that people can feel like they understand me on a deep level. And so that's something that I've been learning recently. Uh, and I think, I think it went well. And I mean, you can be the judge of that. You can watch the talk. I'll probably, I'm not sure what I'll title it. Might I might title it something like my story dot, dot, dot. Uh, there's three lyric videos in there, which are three of my most viral songs, three out of four of my most viral songs, I believe. And yeah, I think towards the end, and I'll sort of wrap up here, towards the end of my talk, I noticed that, you know, when I would ask questions, there wasn't much response from the kids. And so at first my thought was, oh my gosh, they're not really paying attention. They don't care. I'm worried. And I realized later talking to one of the kids, but also talking to one of the organizers, they said, Chris, I don't think it's that they weren't listening. They were listening very, very intently for the entirety of the time. I think it's that what you're talking about was just, you know, pretty deep and pretty heavy and it needs time to marinate and to, for, for people to process it. And so that reframed my perspective and, and made me realize that, you know, just because people don't respond in the moment to something that's profound, it doesn't mean that it didn't have an impact. And who knows, maybe a year from now, or maybe three months from now, somebody will hear someone say something and it will spark a memory of what I shared in my talk. And God will be able to use that to have a positive impact on that person. And that's what I want to do. And, you know, I just want to use my story. Like at the end of the day, all I have is my story. I, you know, yes, I, I may have these skills, but they're given to me by God. And yes, I build them, but they could be taken away at any second. If I lost my voice, right, then I don't have anything. Not, not that I don't have anything. I apologize for wording it that way. Uh, but I don't have, if, if I lose my voice, then I don't have my voice. Not that I don't have anything because I'm more than my voice. But yeah, like God sustains this stuff. And so at the end of the day, I have a story to tell. And what I have to offer to others is being a vessel of God 
that has experienced my story. And so God can use my story to help other people. And that's what I want to do. And I hope and I believe that that's what I'm doing through music and allowing that to branch out. This past weekend was maybe the first time or maybe the second time where I really got the sense that I'm I'm living up to the slogan that I have attached to CDOT, which is more than music. And this weekend I talked for like 20, 30 minutes to a bunch of kids and shared my music with them. But it was more than just the music. It was the message behind the music. It was using the music to help reach that emotional place for them. If they didn't resonate with what I was talking about, well, maybe the song gets their attention. Or maybe they do understand what I'm talking about, but it doesn't quite click. And maybe the song helps that. Or maybe they hear the song and they're like, man, there's something there that I don't quite understand. I want to save that song and listen to it again and again until I realize what the meaning is. So that's a little bit of my sort of, I guess, behind the scenes process. I really enjoyed the day of the retreat. It was very fun. It was great. It was awesome to meet people and connect with them and understand where people are at and see how I can better express myself to relate to them in their particular situation. And I try to do that in the comment sections on YouTube and I do my best, but you know, when there's like thousands of comments, it, it can be a little bit difficult, but that's why I just sort of take my time. And right now I have a backlog of comments that I'm going to try to get to one at a time because ultimately I'm here to make an impact and to be of service and to help people. And I pray that this music and sort of the whole umbrella of music will be able to sustain itself in terms of time and in terms of managing everything and in terms of financially, uh, because I see that it's making an impact and I want that to continue. And I don't want to be in a situation where I'm not physically able to because of finances or because I need to, you know, work extra time or something like that. Uh, I want to keep this going. And so I'm doing everything that I can right now. Uh, and I could probably do more, but I have a plan in place and I'm trying to fulfill my tasks every day. And if I get behind, then I try to catch up as soon as I can. So that's sort of my situation now. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And yeah, I, I hope that you can go to the talk on my YouTube channel. Like I said, it's December, today is this Thursday, December 7th. I'll probably be releasing it tomorrow at about two or three o'clock PM Eastern time. So if you're listening to this anytime December 8th or later, well, then you can go to my YouTube channel, just CDOT, or you can look up CDOT more the music and it'll come up. Uh, and you can find that under my recent videos should be about 31 minutes long, roughly. Uh, and I hope that it can be meaningful. And I know it was meaningful to the kids that were physically there, but but hopefully that can branch out and have an impact online as well. That's That's the goal and that's why I recorded it, so. I appreciate you guys. God bless. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, I got to do some more podcasts, but make them shorter because it seems like as soon as I get on here, I just want to talk and talk and talk and rapidly rap back in the back of the back, 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 back. But uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll hop off here 
and thank you guys and uh stay tuned for for what's next got a lyric video dropping on saturday and then i'll probably have another one next week uh just got a new chair a new mouse i don't know if i'll record videos uh sort of giving a little review of, of each of those things and and hopefully got some more stuff on the way but we'll take our we'll take our time because christmas is soon approaching so don't want to get ahead of myself but uh yeah god bless guys have a good one